I see Billy. <laughs> Leave Billy alone. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Oh. I, you know, you know what I, what I, what he says that I, I have you ever seen uh, that YouTube video? Leave Brittany alone. Leave Brittany alone. <laughs> That's what I imagine right now oh of him saying, "Leave Billy alone." <laughs> uh, we just need him uh, in some crying and in some mascara. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Who the mascara part won't happen again? Again? <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a few times we've used it, isn't there? I love that every time Johnson admitting to using mascara a few times, not just one time, a few times. That intro was selected by none other than Aaron Johnson himself. What? No. He, he didn't know he selected it, Unknowingly. but he did. When I asked him for a number between one through four, I had to eliminate one because we used one on another episode that we recorded, so I couldn't use the same intro again for the same month, but whatever. <laughs> Neither here, nor there, nor anywhere else in between. Where am I? Welcome to the year 2020, everyone, and welcome to the start of World War III, or if that's if you believe everything that's happening on the internet going on right now. So what we're going to do is we're going to start out this year talking about something so happy, so fun, yet so depressing, and that being Iran and what's going on over there. And I want to hear what you two think about what's going on with that, so that's going to be entertaining. But we're also going to talk about some of the other stuff that's going on around that uh, and how there's just this big amount of misinformation going around about what's happening over in Iran and World War Three. That's kind of been a meme this past week, this first kind of non-holiday, excuse me, week here in 2020. So, I mean, what a great way to start out 2020. You have the news about impeachment. You have that. It, it, we're, we're just going uphill. So, oh, wait, downhill. So very, very fast. <laughs> Bonkers. But that being said, before we get to that, Aaron, we do have your wonderful, wonderful, wonderful uh, word of the week. And again, so how we're going to do this is we're going to do something like how we did with the Christmas episode. Josh is going to have one minute to get you to define the word. And Josh is going to have to help you out with this one. And the reason that I chose this word, this was actually a word that was used from Iran to say why they shot down the plane. I, I'm a, they accidentally, unintentionally shot down a Ukrainian uh, plane, and they said it was due to American. Oh, where'd my tab go? Oh, oh no, American adventurism. They said that was the reason why the plane was shot down. So your word is adventurism. Oh, I can't wait for this. So done. when I say, why can't you wait for this oh, to be done? I'm going to go off. When I say go, Brewer has one minute to get you to define the word adventurism. Now, what's fun is I went to dictionary.com and this is one of the trending words of this week because of this. So, hey, look at that. Adventurism. Adventurism. It's a trending word where all of a sudden they just saw a big uptick in people looking for the definition of it. So that being said, adventurism. Josh, you have one minute to get Aaron to define it and go. It has nothing to do with tourism. Get that out of your head. Okay. So um, what's uh, what's normal? Okay. So well, what is another word for normal? Normal? Okay. Another <laughs> word for normal. Okay. Um, Wait, what would you say? Another word for normal. Yeah. It's, it's typical. It's... Usual. I don't know. Keep going. Keep going. Um, common. Keep going. Uh, not rare. <laughs> if it's if it's if something is mandatory, That's it becomes necessity. a 
blank. Necessary. You know, think, think. Mandatory. If it's mandatory, it becomes a. This is downhill. Oh, jeez. Um. So when your parents tell you to do something, and you tell them no, you do what? You know, what are you doing when you tell your parents I'm no? I'm being disobedient. And your word. minutes up. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, Defiance or disregard of accepted standards of behavior. Adventurism so is being defiant. Essentially, yes. <laughs> Rash or irresponsible mean? policies, methods, or actions, especially in political or international affairs. Trust me, that is the worst word I've ever heard. That's the worst that definition, definition yeah. for that word. Yeah, I don't know how that came by adventurism, um, but that, oh, this is why. It is a translation of the Russian word aventurism. Aven- aven- <laughs> so that's, it's a... It, so that's where ad- adventurism came from. Wow. It's a I Russian word. Like Look at that. So anyways. What? Can we dive into it? Oh, wow. Josh <laughs> eager McBeaver oh, for this one. See, here's the one I was kind of hoping he would be eager. So, Josh. I figured he would be. Yeah, I figured wow. he would be. So, all right. Uh, before we dive, dive into it, let's just go over a quick overview of the timeline of things that happened. So that way. All right, go for it. I said, do you know what the timeline is? Timeline is... Ah, let's go back in my brain. I haven't paid attention. I just know and, this is and, total. And I'm not asking you go back to the timeline because you could go back all the way to Bush, but I'm not asking you to go that far back. Right, I'm talking right. timeline as of 2020. What is okay. the timeline? Just so. so we supposedly had found, and I say so. Now, now, granted, the issue that we have with political and international affairs as civilians is that we are using search engines that are the epitome of confirmation bias. So we are we our knowledge is limited to what the United States government will allow to be showed and what these biased companies will show us as well. So there's a chance that the picture that we're getting is not 100% true. Right. So but everything as that far we are, as we know at this point that's correct. public and not classified. Correct. So that is what we are basing our knowledge and opinions and assumptions on. Yep. Okay. So it started with apparently the US military uh, gathering intel that the High-ranking general of the Islamic Revolution, uh, the Islamic Revolutionary Guard, was planning on doing attacks to Americans and American assets, and I therefore, would, I would go back even a little bit further than that. Actually, uh, my brain's just, just the end of 2019. What okay. happened? You're gonna have to refresh my so brain. So, December 27th, 2019, a rocket attack on an Iraqi military base in uh, Kirkuk killed a okay. U.S. contractor and wounded several U.S. service members and Iraqi personnel. Okay. I remember that now. Okay. Two days later, the 29th, U.S. military carried out defensive strikes on sites in Iraq and Syria belonging to Hezbollah that Washington said were in retaliation, retaliation for killing the U.S. contractor. Okay. Okay. And then at the same time, too, when did, I'm trying to remember this, because what I really remember is, I remember, you know, I really didn't look into it at first, but there was a contractor killed, and then I remember seeing something about the U.S. embassy was getting The killed. embassy was the 31st. Okay. So it was kill the contractor. Retaliatory strike. Uh, they then went to the embassy and uh, you know did that. Then that's when you're talking about uh, the intel that apparently came about about this plan to attack the embassies, and that's when um, they did a, a, a pre-dawn basically attack at Iraq's airport on January 3rd uh, to kill Qasem Soleimani a, or whatever. Yeah, we the head of Iran's elite quad. Uh, I almost said quads. It's not not, it's not quads. Q U D S force. So so yeah. So we got that, and then 
it has gone from there. Because then after that, <laughs> after we assassinate them, Iran says, oh, we're going to retaliate. And then they retaliate by firing anywhere between. I've had sources tell me 10. I've had sources tell me 15. Well, they said that they're going to retaliate, right? And then Trump says, well, if you retaliate, we have 52 sites that we can target that are they were cultural, yep. historic sites. Uh, and then you have court. Court, uh, what's her name? Cortez? Is it Cortez? Uh, not Cortez. Um, the crazy lady? Crazy lady from the house. Nancy? No, um, no, no, no. Uh, the new late crazy why lady. Why can't I think? It starts with an A, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, um, I can never think. I it, it was something it, it, it is AO. I, uh, um, AOC. AOC, yep. Yeah. AOC going, well, that's a war crime that you're targeting these places, blah, 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 blah. Then Iraq votes. To it's a non-binding resolution for the U.S. troops to leave. That happened on January 5th. Then you had at the same time all the people for the funeral uh, on the January 5th as well. Iran abandoned the nuclear deal limits. January 6th, more rhetoric between the two started by Trump. Let's be honest and fair on that one. Uh, and at the same day, U.S. military says they're not leaving Iraq. And then uh, further on on the 6th. Iran tweets, never threaten us, never threaten the Iranian nation. And then there's a few other things in there in the middle of that. But they do then end up shooting some missiles into Iraq um, at a U.S. military base. As far as I'm aware, there weren't any casualties as far as I'm aware. There weren't any casualties because apparently we had taken precautions along with the Iraqi um, militia to... Protect ourselves in a strike. Now, okay, so there were 22 missiles that were launched. Okay, that's a lot higher than what, uh, I, than what the news so said. So, 22 missiles against two sites. Two of the 17 missiles that targeted N Al Assad base did not go off, while five missiles on Herbal all targeted coalition headquarters. They're intense. So, this is where it gets up in the air. Because we don't know if the media is speaking for people before they have spoken or what. Um, See, I love how the people go to Twitter. Let's tweet. Oh. Let's tweet our anger. Let's tweet what yeah. we're gonna do. I'm not don't even. Gonna, I'm not even. I'm, I'm not even gonna touch Twitter yet because oh, I got some entertainment from there. But anyways, Ooh, <laughs> okay. Anyways, go on. I. I it, this is just a whole game of chicken. This is really what it is. <laughs> Kind of works for what I showed you at the beginning of the thing. Then literally just a big game of chicken. Whoever yeah. backs down first. And what's interesting, and I was talking to somebody at work, is Trump goes from having a very stiff back on retaliating against Iran if they continue to do anything else. To suddenly, okay, you know, let's let's we we're about to make progress. Is if I if so, this is going on my memory. Uh oh. Okay. Originally, when they hit the bases, there was a claim. I can't remember if it was Iran or the U.S claimed that their intent was not to kill U.S. service members, but but was to show a display of effort that they were willing to do something. Kind of like, hey, you know, I'll unchain my dog if you want me to, and, you okay. know, let him show his teeth. Now, over the course of years and decades and centuries, that is just a tactical thing. You show your teeth, and you hope that's all that ever happens. What was interesting is to watch Trump go from having a stick back to a soft back. And somebody at work was saying that there was a chance that Russia and China may have contacted the U.S. and threatened us. And let's face it, the U.S. going against China, Iran, and Russia 
we would be at little to no chance, especially considering that our allies are talking and they are disapproving of our actions of killing the general, regardless of the evidence that we have. And apparently there's evidence, and I don't know if it's been shown to the Senate yet or what. Okay. But apparently the military was gathering evidence and they were asking them to hold off on restricting war powers for Trump until the evidence was shown. Now, I haven't gotten back to, to reviewing all this because this is this is all real, real new. Yeah, um, this is all happening daily at this point. But what I don't understand, and I absolutely don't understand this, mm. is because you have the media and the U.S. government saying what everybody, everybody wants to hear. But then you have the military on the sidelines going, no, Iran tried to kill U.S. troops. They were in hoping that we would have U.S. service members in these buildings. I don't know if we evacuated them. I don't know what. But what I'm not hearing, and this is interesting, is there was no missile deterrent. There was no, oh, Iran fired 22 missiles and we shot them all down. There's there's nothing like that. So it's it's to me, it's like the U.S. military has the capabilities of shooting down missiles. Why has it never been a comp, t- uh, you know, saying, hey, just because Iran shot missiles at us, we shot them all down. They're just hitting a wall. They can't do nothing to us. But we're allowing this mindset and this thought. Because, again, this isn't on American soil. This is somewhere else. We're relying on the news to give us all the information, the government. Where is that talk? Where is the talk that we could shoot them down? Because if it's if it's a ground-to-ground missile, you know, you have ground-to-air missiles. You have missiles that are designed to shoot down missiles. I'm pretty sure we'd have those at the bases. So it, 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 it questions what's really going on. And what I find really interesting, okay, this whole thing with the airliner that got shot down shortly after it took off. Yes. And there's a video out there of a missile colliding and colliding right into it. And it was interesting because when it first came out, everybody was like, uh-oh, an airliner went down. Who did it? And, you know, people in Iran were all, you know, oh, you know, they're you know, shooting down. And then it comes to the conclusion that after people were investigating the site and through the pictures and stuff, that it looked like a missile blew it up. And then America and Canada are blaming Iran and Iran goes, oh, no, we we didn't shoot it down. And then now Canada has the ability to investigate into the black box. And now you hear Iran go, uh, yeah, we're sorry. We did shoot it down. It was unintentional. How the heck do you unintentionally target an airliner? You know, it things happen. Uh, but I'm not going to start going into conjecture because that's. No, I, I get that. But how do you unintentionally target an airliner? Now, I'm not in the military. I don't we don't have anybody at the table who's been in the military and nobody at this table probably has any clue on how air to air ground to air missiles work and so forth and what their object is and shooting down aircraft. We don't know how how that all functions. Yep. But to me, it doesn't make sense that you unintentionally shoot down an airplane right after it took off from an airport unless you were hoping that that airline Maybe there was miscommunication. Was carrying Americans. That's the only thing. Why? Why would they unintentionally? Okay, now you're you're starting to go into conspiracy theory. Well, level. I'm, I'm, but, I'm just saying it doesn't. No, because I, I want facts. I don't want conjecture. I know you want. I know you want facts, but I'm just saying it doesn't make sense to me. This is a Ukrainian plane. Why shoot down another country's airplane? And you, I, I, I can't accept the unintentional. I can't accept that unless there was miscommunication within the ranks of their military. And the person who had the finger on the trigger, I, 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 to me, that just doesn't make sense. How do you unintentionally shoot something down? And now I get if you unintentionally shoot someone in a firefight on the ground, but we weren't shooting back. And it was the same night that they were launching all their missiles. Okay. We weren't shooting missiles at them. I, 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 just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, it doesn't make sense to me. By but, the way, there were zero United States people on board that plane. Okay. 
So it doesn't make sense to me. Why shoot another country's plane down? It, it was an accident, they said. Now, until we have proof otherwise, you have to take it as that. The, uh, because that starts going into conspiracy. I don't like that. So, I mean... But to me, it, it wouldn't make I sense. I mean, most I of the, like most people most of the passengers that. on that were Iranian. Still, how do you unintentionally shoot down an airplane? Human error. Human error does a lot of things. Oh, I know, I know. So that's where... To me, it, there must have been miscommunication amongst the ranks as to what to do. Yeah, so that happened. But still, I mean, that's that's a that's a big oops. So it's crashing two cruise lines in the ocean is a big oops. So I that's mean, a big oops too. <laughs> or Russia intentionally coming close to a U.S. frigate. That's not a big oops. That's intentional. So I wait. What? I don't know. I don't he know just, what that was. He just did a Josh. I know Russia. There's another thing in the news about Russia's. One of Russia's ships almost colliding. That happened, what was it, rather early in the year, and now they came extremely close. It's the whole thing. We do it with Russia all the time. Mm. Anyways, yeah. So Yeah, so they say that they erroneously identified it as a hostile target, after, according according to The Guardian. After it just took off from an airport. Hey, weird things have happened. Um, when people are involved, technology is not perfect. Let's be and, honest. Technology will never be perfect without people involved, too. Uh, if you let technology go on its own, it will probably be okay. It's when you start injecting humans into the process that poof, we screw things up. But that's neither here nor there at this time. Um, so going on with this and the whole thing of, you know, okay, yes, we killed a, what do they call him? Uh, the Revolutionary Guard General. Um, I, I cannot say the name. Kasam Soleimani or whatever. The general. Yeah, the general. Um, so yes, we did we did kill it. And then after that, I don't know if you paid attention. What happened on Thursday of this week? What did the House do? They didn't they pass something that was going to um uh, take back the war powers granted to the president from the O one was it O one Afghanistan was So the, what was passed, yes, it, it, they voted to limit the war powers specifically against Iran. So the war powers and enactment for stuff in uh, in Iraq and that, that those are still authorized. That's still going through. It's specifically against around the thirty days to wind down activity. So now, what's funny is if you read into the news on that though, it's a non-binding resolution. The reason it's non-binding is because it was not sent to the Senate. So it's a different type of resolution that really doesn't have any political teeth to it. So it's like a a recommendation letter of Aaron. I recommend you wear black tomorrow. I like that. You know, but what happens if you don't? Nothing. Because that's not a, it's not a legally binding of, Aaron, you wear black tomorrow. Otherwise, Josh is going to kick you. There's a consequence there. In this case, what they passed on Thursday has no consequences because it's not. Now, Pelosi wants to keep going on that it is going to pol have political teeth. So, you know, just because they they do something, they say it as such doesn't mean it does it actually has a political teeth like they want it to that's fairyland but that's what they like to live in sometimes some people people like that sometimes just because it's happy you know they like pancakes and hot dogs and i don't know puppies i don't know puppies. whatever makes you happy but anyways brewer what else you got i'm looking at a timeline back in 1988 the u.s uh warship actually shot down an iranian airliner Man, that country does not have good luck with their their planes and uh, the U.S. military said it was a mistake too. I, I just, I that surprises me. <laughs> oh, look that at really that! Really surprising. It's, it's so, I mean, mistakes happen, but unfortunately, <laughs> never mind. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, unfortunately, but 
So, Mr. Johnson. Oh, no. Why is it oh, no? Oh, no. <laughs> what What do you think about what's happened over there? Let me ask that. I have no idea. Let me guess. You haven't been paying attention to the news at all. Pretty much the... <laughs> my, my only thing that has to do with this whole... Well, that... I don't know. Thoughts? Well, I don't know. Okay. I'm at Fort last weekend. Okay. And this guy um, that was there, he is in the army. And so he had to leave was it Saturday. Potentially, yeah. Okay. But yeah, anyway, it was Friday for dinner. Well, he, he was just going to a base in Kansas or something like that. I don't, I don't remember. Anywho, but yeah, I remember I was watching these broom ball courts and he came up to his dad. He's like, well, apparently something like we shot off, shot or killed what was the leader. And he's like, he's like, now we might enter World War Three. And I'm like, what? And then, so then I was thinking about, uh, um, uh, so him having to go out on base and then another, well, two other friends of ours that are out there who is, well, there's, there's JP and then <laughs> Mr. Mr. Caramel. Mr. Caramel, I don't know where Caramel is right uh, now. Yeah. He's still finishing up schooling. So, okay. Um, I don't know where JP is. Where's JP? I, he's in some country. He's, I think he's like over ish in that area. I wouldn't be surprised. I think we just sent 3000. Uh, airborne infantry over there too anyways go on so that was all i heard about it from when i was at fort and then i go to bed and then i wake up to an alarm of <laughs> a sound like a war siren going off okay i start freaking out when i first woke up when i heard that going off. i was like oh no 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 i was like what's going on and then i found out it was a stupid phone alarm that made me happy oh uh, i but, love lucas I, yeah uh-huh. anyways go on and then the, the other thing i heard about the whole thing was this guy from uh, Tuesday Night Study was his brother was at one of the bases that was getting shot at with by missiles. And then I heard something about like there's like fighters from Utah being flown out there. So I, geez, I don't really know much of anything besides all of that kind of like little small detail stuff. But all of what's happening, but it's just like, ugh. But then I've asked like a couple of people like, so do you think World War Three is actually going to happen? Like, no. So well, I guess that's good. At any point in time that that happens, the military is obviously going to fully mobilize and prepare for the worst. But I don't see it happening yet. Do you think it's close? Well, I mean, I'm sure it's closer than it it's going to happen. But- we know it's going to happen. Yeah. But not yet. Do we really know what's going to happen? Yeah. Do you know what tomorrow brings, Josh? I don't, I'm not saying it's going to happen tomorrow. I'm saying there's going to be a war that's going to be devastating and it's going to eventually turn into a one world government. And we know how the rest of the story goes. You do? Yes. I just hope I'm not alive for all that. Uh, <laughs> Josh will be leading the one world government. <clears throat> Whoa! <laughs> yeah. I'm not the devil. <laughs> so, not the devil okay, so you first. don't think World War Three is going to happen anytime soon? I hope not. At least that's what I've been hearing, so okay. I kind of hope it doesn't. What about you, Brewer? Anytime <sighs> soon, no? I want to describe it. What's, what's it, soon? It, it, it's, it's, it's hard to say because just this little demonstration, I told my dad, you know, if America were to completely pull out and then just be on, if we were just to have our Navy at our sea assets, so if we had the Philippines, um, you know, the island nations, if we just have our navies there, Pearl Harbor, you know, and we were just all on our own continent and we didn't care about anybody's, you know, international affairs or anything like that, I looked at him and I said, I would not be surprised. China takes Taiwan, Russia takes Ukraine, and Iran goes after Iraq. I would not be surprised if those three countries went on uh, 
Imperial Conquests. I would not be surprised. And you know, Putin showed it. He sits there and dips anywhere he can. He's trying to establish a base in Turkey. Um, he's, yeah. I mean, it's just, if Amer- unfortunately, America has screwed themselves over from World War II. We became the helping hand. It never took anything. We always gave everything. And nobody's reaping anything in back, back to us. And all we have to do is have somebody say some stupid things, and all these other countries are like, you know what, America, we're going to back off a little bit here. You know, uh, we're going to let you. I feel like I just attended a Trump rally. Oh, stop it. Um, <laughs> Wait, but no, no it, it seems to be that all Trump has to do is say something stupid, and everybody's like, you know what, America, all the money you've pumped into us, the help you've helped with, you didn't take us over when you came in and helped win World War II. You know, none of this. It's just like, America has screwed themselves over. We really have. We've given too much. We're too stretched. It's 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 a challenge because now we have three countries, and we're the only country that is technically standing up to these three countries. And as soon as we back down, they're going to get bigger. So how I describe it to people, picture a bunch of, imagine being stuffed into an elevator. There's only one way out, and everybody's shoulder to shoulder pushing each other. That's 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 the, the world today. Nobody has any room without pissing someone else off. I have room in my room. I said, don't be a snowflake. Okay, um, I'm going to play something, Josh, and I want to get your opinion on this. So I want you to listen to this. Okay. Aaron can't hear it because he hasn't have had headphones in, but um, I want, Josh, you to comment on this. Our president will start a war with Iran oh, I've heard because this. he has absolutely no ability to negotiate. He's weak <laughs> and he's ineffective. We have a Aaron. real problem in the White House. So... I believe that he will attack Iran sometime prior to the election because he thinks that's the only way he can get elected. Isn't it pathetic? Our president. So, what do you have to say to that one? I don't know, but I, I somebody at work showed me that, and I started laughing. So, Mr. Johnson, what it is is it's a Trump, a video of Trump from 2011 talking about Obama, saying, "Well, he doesn't know how to negotiate, so he's just going to attack Iran." And so this this has kind of been circling around on the web recently because they're going, well, look, uh, look what Trump just said back then and look what's just happening now. Yeah. Now, that being said, I think there is a, a, a difference. OK, L- let's let's first start with this. Everyone who's going on and on about this uh, is keep saying, well, it wasn't correct that Trump didn't inform Congress and the Senate before he made the strike. Legally, he only has to tell him within 48 hours after the strike. Yes, that is that is why the president gets designated war powers is so that he can make the decision right away without yep. a few hundred people knowing and then spilling the beans. Although my dad was saying that somebody at the White House or somebody who was closely tied with Trump said, oh, yeah, he came here and he was telling us that there was going to be something big that was going to happen. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. So he was already spilling the beans to people before the attack even happened. Oh, of course, Trump would. I know. So, and that that's yes. Um, so, uh, so I, what's funny, I, I don't know, funny, but I find interesting is that we had all like what this is the first drone strike I've heard about from Trump that I'm aware of. Um, we might have done a few more than that, anyways. The number of strikes, drone strikes, do you? I'm gonna ask both of you, take a guess, round it to nearest, and I'll round it to nearest 10. How many we did last year? How many we did under Obama? How many drone strikes? I'd say probably around 300. Johnson? Strike? Yeah, drone strikes. Casualties will be the next guess. 
300. Like, that's throughout his whole presence. Right. I'm going to do half and do 150. 542. <laughs> From those 542 drone strikes, 542 civilians were killed. Ooh. Okay. How many total people were killed between those 542 drone strikes? A thousand. Johnson? That's a pretty good guess. I'll do 1,250. You, yeah. bo- you both are low. Uh, 3,797 so- people were killed by a drone strike, of whom 542 were civilians. I'm going to say, technically speaking, I, I don't know, but just kind of piecing things together, I would assume that if there was one person in a group of three hostiles, they'd be willing to pull the trigger and kill the three hostiles if it meant taking out one civilian. I think that's... I don't know what I don't is, know, but, but I'm assuming... But that's how they got the but, civilians. But here, here's the thing: of those 542, and I was researching this. How many kids? How many of those? Uh, no, of the 542 drone strikes, how many of those did they notify Congress about? Ooh. Maybe a few. What's a few? Maybe 20. Okay, Johnson. Five. 75. Zero. I was. Oh, that was my first guess. But zero. Wow. And these are the same. The, the drone strike that took out the gen, this general was covered underneath the same war powers. Now, obviously, the general's from Iran, but he was on Iraqi soil. So that's where maybe some you can make an argument that it wasn't that it should have been an Iran war power thing. But that just tells you <laughs> kind of that uh, signal that we have out there in the media about, you know, look, we did one drone strike, took out a general who potentially this is according to reports. This isn't something I can verify, uh, was planning attacks on other embassies, which then at that point you're talking about is attacking civilians, not military. Yeah. So therefore, even if Trump was president, and now those of you who are listening, okay, the issue with politics is we are so closed-minded on things. We need to be open-minded. So this is me being open-minded, regardless of who's in office, this is me being open-minded. Okay. Okay. So this will be interesting. He was probably presented a limited amount of information and chose to act upon it, right? Okay. How many out of those 542 drone strikes during Obama's administration was, how many of those were authorized by Barack Obama? That's a question that we should be asking. I, I don't know that one, but they probably almost all were. I don't know. I, I, don't, I, I, I think when there is a, I don't, I don't think so. I think the military can be granted access through Congress through traditional things that have been passed and the things that have been passed previously, they can automatically, if they know that there's a hostile and it's within the parameters, they can take it out on their own call. Nope, he authorized all of them. Okay, so he authorized them. So the one time this president authorizes a drone that strike. I, that hit the news. I don't know how many. I don't have those numbers. I can't find those numbers. How many Trump has authorized total? So but this is one that's kind of Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say because if I say the wrong thing, I piss a bunch of people off. But if I don't say something, then people don't see clearly. So it's like, uh, and we are losing Aaron. Mm. I, I, your eyeball cannot speak to the microphone. Mm-hmm. I can make it if I want to. But no, that is interesting that you bring that up. Cause, so because right after we had all that, you have people like, for example, Maxine Waters. You're aware of who she is? No, you don't know who Maxine Waters is. Democratic Congresswoman from California. Uh, she tweeted out and wrote. Again, tweet Twitter. Twitter's a toxic cesspool. Mm. Um, only a reckless, cowardly, impeached international laughing laughingstock would order a deadly d- drone strike from a golf resort. A real president would have immediately shared info with Congress. 
politics has just become such a laughing game. Well, it, I won't even say politics. I would say just <sighs> the lack of respect. No, I would say the political echo chambers, because these are the same people who years ago would praise Obama for using drones to take out the enemies. And then now, because it's someone who they don't like, or as Tim Pool says, orange man bad, is in the office, <laughs> all of a sudden, anything he does, I mean, he could, he, he could like find a cure for all cancers in the world. And, and they he, would still try to paint him. They would call him evil and bad and destroying yeah. the world. So that's what I'm just like, what is going on? And I think it's a really, it's what we're looking for. And this is goes beyond Twitter, but I, it is for everything else is that we, we look for stuff that fits our bias and then we only look at it as our bias. So in this case, bias, orange man, bad, anything Trump does bad, anything that is anti-Trump, AKA like Obama, since he's Democrat versus Republican, blah, 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 blah. Anti-Trump. Good. Anything they could do. They could go like slaughter a goat in a preschool in front of the children. Good. Trump comes and does it. Trump comes and pets a bunny in front of the preschool. He intimidated them. You know, (laughs) stuff like that. And for those of you who are listening, we are, in all by means, we are not defending anyone. We are just stating the obvious in which has been presented to the table. That just, I don't know, which it doesn't make any sense. How do you have progress when there is that much closed-mindedness it just i don't care who the president is if the republicans did that to democrats I, I i'd be confused too it doesn't make sense and the one thing i thought that was interesting now this is just a quick snippet going back is when um there was the the one what was it the one seal and trump reinstated his rank but the military said um no right this is the commander-in-chief of the country if he states he wants somebody is in someone's rank reinstated and a discussion why does this suddenly become? You're the president. I don't argue with you. I'm gonna. I'm not. You know. You know. You're. You're my boss. Nah. I'm not gonna listen to you. I'm gonna do this. I'm not gonna. Uh, I just don't get it. It's. It's. I understand. Trump is not the best president. Trump has not said the best stuff. Trump does not have the be- uh, the the best record. But in all honesty, he's still the president. If Hillary, I, I. I. I'll be honest. I wasn't for Hillary. Okay. But if she was president, she would have been president. I would have had to deal with it. I would have had to live with it. I would have. You know. That's the that's the thing. She's the president. Now she has the powers that the president has. Would Republicans try to sit there and strip her of her powers? I have no idea. Let, let's be honest, they would. Because yeah. politics has become this. If you're if you don't agree with everything I say, you can't exist. I, I'd say it's become an incestuous cesspool. Yeah, I mean, it really has. But I mean, so let's step back away because I don't know too much about the whole navy seal thing i know what happened but i don't know the whole context behind it i'm not in the I'm military pretty, you're not in the military we, yeah. we i can't speculate based on that because but just on the just on the principle of your commander-in-chief told you something and you defied it anyways just going back to the whole world war three thing um yeah like i said i i don't really i don't see it happening anytime soon because i don't think anybody wants it but i do see it happening because we are coming to a point where everybody is swelling up and we are just waiting for someone to pop. And we have gone through, through history, we have actually entered a really good time frame to where war is not as big as it used to be. And now you can you can look at war. I mean, back then, you would go to war just to go to war. It was a thing to go to war in, in the spring, the crack, of, the crack of dawn of spring, 
King's out there with his army going to war, trying to conquer stuff. You know, we don't have that anymore. You know, we don't want to go to war. We don't sit there and want to go on conquests. And that's one of the benefits of having, um, what is it called? Now, granted, we declare ourselves a democracy, but we're more of a constitutional republic. On the flip side of things, you also have um, variants of that for other countries that might not institute a constitution. Um, But we are in a place where there is multiple people that represent the people, therefore not allowing one person to go on a imperial rampage. Okay. But we are, I want to say. Where, where are you going with this? We are due for another big war. All right. You heard it here first, folks. Josh wants another big war. I don't want another big war, but where I see <laughs> us due for it. Okay. In due time. Yeah. I, I, I don't see that there'll be another big war because I think the next big war that's going to happen, people are just going to nuke each other to death. So so another thing that happened as a result of this, uh, what hap- What website crashed because of this? all this stuff that happened? Website crash? Yeah, there's a website crashed because of this. All uh, this, I all this uh, fear of what's going to happen with Iran. Okay, let me uh, let me see here. I got a minute. Let me see if I can do this. What did you have to do if, when you turned 18? What uh, what did you have to? What you have DMV. to DMV? What did you have to do at the DMV? You'd had to get your license, and it's something that all men are required to do. Oh, I didn't do that to the DMV. That was through right. mail. You can do it through DMV mail wherever. What'd you do? Sign you, up enlist. In in the military. Well, no, you didn't enlist. Um, you well, registered so, yourself with yeah. Selective Service. Yes, thank you. So you registered yourself with Selective Service. So after this whole thing about with Iran happened, uh, there was this big, I guess you could say, hoax that went out on the web saying World War Three started. Blah blah blah. All the memes. Where, where are we going to be drafted? And actually, people were getting text messages saying you have been drafted for World War Three. Oh my! And gosh. so people were freaking out. <laughs> yes. So, you know, pranksters took advantage of this to freak people out. Wow. I got none of those messages. They know you. I just, <laughs> this Aaron kid ain't going to go out. He ain't going to do nothing. So it was actually big enough where a bunch of news articles, news places had to actually put out notices that said, hey, um, you are not being, re- uh, you know, you, you don't have to respond to these messages. So what, what that would happen is, so what they said is that U.S. Army Recruiting Command has received multiple calls and emails about fake text messages and wants to ensure Americans that, that they understand these texts are false and were not initiated by the command of the U.S. Army. So what they would people would get is they'd get a text message that would read as follows. Hello, we are contacting you in regards to the United States official Army draft. We tried contacting you through your email several times and have had no response. You've been marked eligible and must come to the nearest branch in the New Jersey area or what other or area. They have Jacksonville, Florida, blah, 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 um, for immediate departure to Iran. Please contact us at the following number immediately with the number, United States Army Referral Program, ask for blah, extension blah. Thank you. I would immediately think, uh, that's a little trippy. If I got that text, they said immediate departure to Iran. I'm not going to get, I'm not going to put boots down right away. And then they put this at the bottom. We're aware that this number is not disconnected. You'll be fined and sent to jail for minimum six years if no reply. They put that at the bottom of the text message to get people to reply. Well, see, because here's the thing. So that weekend, Mr. Johnson, when you were at the camp thing, yeah. what was happening in the U.S.? People in the Army were getting ready to deploy because they were saying they were at least going to deploy at least 3,000 overseas. So this was already in the news. This was already in the minds of people. And then they get this text message. They're like, oh, freaking out. Thinking World War III is going on. That's where a lot of these memes started coming from. A lot of these things started coming from. And so then what they did is everyone was going to the selective service system and 
crashed the website. Wow. Now, let me ask this. Is the draft still a thing? Is the draft still a thing? Yeah. Josh, is the draft still a thing? If need be, yes. Is it currently right now still a thing? No. Okay. Johnson? Oh, wait. Is the draft currently still a thing? Could you be drafted right now? Maybe. I don't know. No. What? Draft ended in 1973. What? Yep. Oh. Oh. <laughs> it ended in 1973, yeah. and the military changed to an all-volunteer force. Yeah. However, you still are required as a male to sign up for selective service um, in case they do have to initiate another draft. Now, how would they go about initiating another draft? Congress and the president, Congress, the Senate would have to pass a resolution to reinitiate a draft and send it to the president, president to sign it. President would have to sign it. It would then become law. Then the draft would be reinitialized. But that would only go through is if we absolutely need it. Right. So that's to that point, we are losing people left and right overseas. Our Navy is being destroyed left and right. And we just need a bunch of people here at home knowing how to fight. You just need meat shields. Meat shields? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's, that's you, you recruit the civilian who doesn't know how to fight, you put him in front of the thing, you just take the bullet for us. And then, <laughs> I'm kidding, oh, that's that's, that's not what, what they're gonna actually do. But that's what you know, that's what Josh is gonna be doing. What he'll hey, be, he'll no. be the meat shield. Actually, I can't get I can't go into service. I don't know no. if I could be drafted. I don't think I could be. So, the reason that the website, um, they say went down the selective service website is people were going on there looking for how they could get a deferment from being drafted. Dang. <laughs> Nobody wants to do this. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Now, if somebody sent some subs, the subs came up around New York and blew New York to pieces, and you might have people starting to go, oh, I want to go. But no. We have too many well, subs. Well, you just gave them an idea. Great. Good job, Josh. Did you hear what you remember what no. Trenton said about his? It's kind of sad. Uh, oh, him coming home and not any of No, 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 oh. not that. that. That is sad. That is sad. But oh. what I mean sad is, so the military's job is to try to find the best people out of all those who are willing to volunteer and pluck them. That's how you, I mean, that's the thing that's been done for a long time. You don't want the little scrawny guy that can't pick up the sword fighting. Right. So he was talking to, because when Trenton got in, he was actually kind of surprised um, that basic wasn't as tough is it's been portrayed and spoke about. And he talked to the drill sergeants and the drill sergeant said, yes, there are some things we can't do anymore because the new recruits are too soft. Yeah. Oh, I remember that. and they're too sensitive too. Yeah. Pretty okay. Let me ask this question here. And I want both of you to answer is an all male draft constitutional or unconstitutional. Well, when we talking a hundred years ago, no, we're today, talking right now. Technically that'd be unconstitutional. Johnson. Be politically incorrect, too, according to today. What do you say? I agree with that, with what Josh said. Well, you are correct. Federal judge ruled in February 2019 that an all-male draft was unconstitutional. Since historical restrictions on women in the military may have been justified for past discrimination, men and women now have many of the similar roles, therefore is now unconstitutional. Uh, report is due to the commission for recommendations by March 2020 for how they're going to rectify this now. So congratulations. Everyone gets to now potentially apply for the draft. That isn't in effect, but as Paul would say, more meat shields. Yeah, more meat shields. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, do you know how? A, and this is just going into the weeds a little bit. But do you know how a person is selected for the draft? Isn't it like a random number drawing and like three hundred some odd numbers, and you get drawn out what, of each? What else is it based off of? Gotta be. Does it start with the age eighteen and then it works its way off, or is it? 
it go for so it's it's year of birth and then random lottery so you could be 28 potentially depending on what branch now is there a difference because some some branches have a max age to get into yep um there's a draft cut off at a certain point because technically if let's say this branch says 35 this branch says 33 and you get drafted then you're just going to that one branch you know what um i'm sure if they just need military shields they don't care yeah well they wouldn't just do military shields they'd actually teach you how to shoot military shields you mean meat shields meat shields they (laughs) teach you how to shoot but then again a lot of americans I really wouldn't need to. I mean, the amount of guns we got in the U.S., we don't need any of the military's guns. We'll just grab our own. <laughs> Aaron's got what? Seven at his house? I got seven in my house. I'm set. No, I need to buy more. <laughs> <laughs> and bigger. Yes. Yeah, we just got to get a tank for JT. We'll be all set. No. No. Huh? I would not trust him. Nope. No, I wouldn't. i trust him to drive. No. He'd run over everything. Mm, no. So. Only I can drive it. Just kidding. Not true. You would trust him with the gun? No. Yeah, I trust him. He's not on my tank. I trust him to drive more than I trust him to shoot. Oh, I didn't know this. Maybe you guys don't know this. Until your 26th birthday, if you're registered, which you have to be for like federal stuff and all that, you must notify Selective Services within 10 days of any changes in information regarding to name, mailing address, permanent residency address, all information concerning status. At the age of 26. Until you're 26. Oh, so if I so so if I get married, if I get married, (laughs) when I get married, Amy, we're we'll be there for you. Plan B is ready. So, (laughs) wait, what? And he's not referring to the pill. No, I'm talking about myself. Yeah, I know. Oh, (laughs) Um, so when I get married, within ten days of me being married, I have to notify the selective service. Yep, as well as when you move. Out of your parents' basement after you get married, you have to notify them as well of your new address. I did not know that. I didn't know that either. So what's the consequences for not so doing if, that? Yeah, so who's actually Because that's that? probably a lot of people. Yeah, it probably is, actually. Uh, don't know. So here's an, fun, here's an art fun fact. So the selective service system, it could be used for one other thing besides the, the military. Did you know that? I did not. Because I was ultimately confused when it first came out. Like what? when I was first 18, and oh. they sent me a letter. I was like, what is this? Yep. I was kind of nervous. Yep. So they, in 1987, Congress ordered the Selective Service System they, to put in place a system of drafting persons qualified for practice or employment in healthcare occupation in case such a special skill draft should be ordered by Congress. So they created this plan in 1989, and they are ready at this point. The, what they'll do is they would plan to draft men and women aged 20 to 54 in 57 job categories should the need ever arise for a medical selective service draft. I mean, you need soldiers and you need people to fix the soldiers, so that makes total sense. Well, well, no, this wouldn't be like people to fix the soldiers. Oh, this would be like if we had an epidemic or something like that. This would be like a weird disease came through and killed all the blonde nurses in the U.S. Hmm. All the blonde females in the U.S. are dead. How do we get people? That means Aaron's dead too. You know, (laughs) and Aaron trained for like two months as a nurse somehow in some life. Any no time, they would they would draft him to be like carry the gurney or something. I got this. Ev the security outside the hospital. (laughs) What do you do? I guard. Yeah, I hold a gun and look for people. So boom. Okay, 
what is the fine? What 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 are the penalties that you could face if you don't register for your selective service? I don't know. So I was curious about. Josh, do you have an idea? Uh jail. How long in jail? Ooh. Five years. Up to five years. Oh my goodness. And what's the monetary fine? Hey, money. Um, hundred thousand dollars. Not that high. Oh, fifty. Fifty thousand dollars. Hmm. So, but the last person that was um prosecuted for any of that was in 1986. Oh. In 1988, and just pay attention to this, the Department of Justice and Selective Services both agreed to suspend any further prosecutions of non-registrants. They didn't say non-compliance to up your, your address in that, but if you don't register. No law since 1980 has required anyone to possess, carry, or show a draft card. There you go. So if I didn't register, I wouldn't be in trouble? Well, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to get stuff like student aid, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> you don't need that. It's fine. Yeah, so if you want to receive financial Makes aid, sense. federal grants, loans, government benefits, federal employment, uh, if you want to be an immigrant to be a citizen, you had to register. That eh, makes sense. Why should you get any of that if you're not? If you don't do some simple task? But here's the thing: it you're only allowed to register between the ages of twenty, uh, eighteen and twenty six, right? Yeah. Let's say you're twenty seven, you never registered. You can never register, and you can never get any of those benefits. Ooh, unless you're uh, a migrant. Then that's the exception? Probably, yeah. That would suck. What'd you do? I got a job working for the government. Okay, how much you making? Nothing. Yeah. Yeah, if you entered after you're 26, you would just need some documentation. Be able to do that. So. Prove that you couldn't prior. Yep. That makes sense. Interesting. So there you go. Have a, have fun with your uh, registering for World War Three and the draft, which isn't going to happen because... Congress and all that has to pass a law, blah, blah, blah. Never going to happen. Now, I wouldn't say never. It, it, I, I don't doubt. The, if... the current status of the government, it's not going to happen. Yes. Uh, that, that's just not happening. But so World War Three happens, according to all these people on Twitter. What? And then celebrities went crazy. Did you hear about any of the celebrities that then like appealed directly to Iran and all that? They're like, oh, we're sorry. So Rose McGowan, she wrote the following. Dear Iran, the USA has disrespected your country, your flag, your people. 52% of us humbly apologize. We want peace with your nation. We are being held hostage by a terrorist regime. We do not know how to escape. Please do not kill us. I was going to say, okay, all right. So (laughs) when you first started reading a letter, I'm like, watch, this is one person that wouldn't, if they could, they would burn the American flag. They would do this and this, and you just finalized it. And then she puts a little gif of the Iran flag with a little line emoji and a little sun emoji next to it or on the flag. <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, sorry. I would just be like, I don't what? want this person. Yeah. She was on a TV show at one point, but and then Michael Moore, you know who that is, right? Bowling for Columbine, documentary maker from Michigan. He's on the news a lot. Talks about all sorts of political things, guns, uh, everything. Really hates Bush. Really hates a lot of things. Um, so he wrote, and he had it translated to um, Persian. So oh, that, this guy. Yeah, that guy, uh, Flint's guy. And he wrote, Sir, I deeply regret, regret the violence on our behalf by a man that most Americans have never voted for. Avoid power. A sincere man, Michael Moore, an American citizen. So you have you have people going just a little crazy, appealing to Iran saying, leave us alone, it's not us. Uh, John uh, Cusack, Trump in full fascist 101 mode, steal and lie till there's nothing left and start a war. He's so idiotic, he doesn't know he just attacked Iran. And that's not like anywhere else. A little weird, but okay. 
And then, you know, Kathy Griffin, you know, well, you know her. What was she famous for recently? Who? Drew? Kathy Griffin. What was she famous for recently? She got a lot of outrage and pushback for this. I'm not sure. She held up the bloody Trump head. Oh. Yep. She, yeah. So she did like a photo shoot to hold up a bloody Trump head. But obviously she's like, oh, this is da 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 da. So Ugh. did you look it up? She just kind of looks scary. <laughs> oh, there it is. Hello. Yeah. What the heck? Cut. With CNN cuts ties with Kathy Griffin. Yeah, uh, you'd have to look up the the yeah. image yourself, but you got nothing but crazies in this in this country. Yeah, and you're sitting in a room with one of them. You? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, so you have all this stuff going on, and they're all, oh, we can't do that, we can't do that, da, 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 da. and where was all this outrage? A few years ago, when all oh. these drone killings were happening, you know, and Congress wasn't being told about them then. So what what's different? Again, orange band bad. That's the difference. It's just like uh, at the Golden Globe, the Golden Globes recently. Did you watch the monologue from the Golden Globes? Huh. No. Brewer? Oh, man. Wait, wait. Is that uh, that one guy? Is it that one guy? I sat there and started. No, no, I'm thinking something else. Well, no, what are you thinking of? Come on. What's his name? He's, uh, he's an atheist. Okay. Which one? Go on. Anyways, one guy, he came out and he it was some, I don't think it was the Golden Globes. I thought it was something that had to do with acting. That's to do with acting. Oh, never mind. <laughs> so go on. You, I oh, think that was it. That was it. And we're probably talking about the same thing. <laughs> what is that? Same what, what, thing? what did he say? What did he do that made? He was criticizing him. Okay. How did he criticize him? I don't remember. That's <laughs> so I'm like, come on. Come on. It's like trying to lead. Uh, Wasn't the Golden Globes on like Sunday? Yes, it was. It was very much on Sunday. It hit. It hits. Whoop. One second. Woo, I had uh, oh, okay. something playing. I don't realize. Oh, there it was. I was like, where Ricky is this Grievous? playing from? It's, 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 Rick, it's Ricky Gervais. Gervais. Gervais, sorry. Gervais. Let me, let me see. Apple roared into the, the TV game with a morning show. A superb drama. Yeah. A superb drama about the importance of dignity and doing the right thing made by a company that runs sweatshops in China. So, well, you say you're woke, but the companies you work for, I mean, unbelievable. Apple, Amazon, Disney. If ISIS started a streaming service, you'd call your agent, wouldn't you? So, if you do win an award tonight, don't use it as a, a platform to make a political speech, right? You're in no position to lecture the public about anything. You know nothing about the real world. Most of you spent less time in school than Greta Thunberg. So, if you win, right, come up, accept your little award, thank your agent and your god, and f*** off, okay? So... So, yeah, that, that's what, uh... He said recently, and I think that resonates perfectly with this about celebrities and their how they deal with war. They don't know what's going on. They like to grandstand and they do it for their own political gain. Well, no, I wouldn't say political gain. I'd say their popularity. They need people to watch their movies, watch their TV shows, attend their stuff, buy their books. And they say the stuff that they think will resonate with the most people. And all of a sudden, oh, look, I'm selling stuff. Yay, people like me. You know, as Ricky Gervais said, you know what? Get up here, thank your God, thank your producer, get off. Mm. You know, and of course, not everyone who did the Golden Globes got the message, and like some did political speeches still, thus proving the point of <laughs> Ricky Gervais uh, in, in doing that. But I mean, I look at it and I see these, 
these politicians doing that same thing. And I'm like, okay, look, I have no idea about any of this because guess what? I'm not a politician. I'm not the one looking at the data, looking at should we bomb this person or not? What are they actually doing or not? I can make assumptions all day long, left and right. But those assumptions are not right because I don't have the data. Same thing with these celebrities, Michael Moore and all. And it's only going to get worse and worse, especially because Twitter allows them to have this their little echo chamber where they can just go off and do whatever they want. Uh, Twitter's and, dumb. And so it's going to be just interesting to watch as that just goes downhill left and right. But but yes, yeah, so World War Three, the draft, Iran, Ricky Gervais. All this gets tied together this past week just because United States, we're a bunch of idiots at times. Aren't we all? What do you say about that, Aaron? Are we all a bunch of idiots? The whole world is idiot. Really? The whole yeah. world? The whole world. Oh, I don't know. I was going to say, what was it? 57 people on board that plane were Canadians. Yeah. Still, and no the, Americans. Oh, yeah. But the Canadian people are trying to get Canada to put Iran on the terrorist list. Well, and see, that's the other fun thing about that. That general that was killed, guess what? He was classified as a terrorist. Oh, yeah. So it's not like they're just going off and killing a civilian. But see, what I find interesting is if all these other countries are classifying Iran as terrorists, why would China and Russia want to side with them? They're chaotic evil. Makes sense. <laughs> I got no, I got, I, I'm not. No other, no other thing. I'm yeah. not, I'm not a political expert. All I can say is what I see from afar. You're not a professional liar. I got it. That's good. I, what I see from afar yeah. is I see the, <laughs> I, I see the data that I see. And you make your assumptions. I make my it. assumptions. I make my calls, but I have to caveat with I am not one who has everything available to be able to do that. And I heard that, Mr. Johnson. <laughs> Don't think I didn't hear it. Don't think I did just walk on by it. Don't worry. They'll come back later. <laughs> Great. <laughs> oh, no. So, Johnson, you've been quiet, I know. feeding your eyeball with the microphone. It's very soft. <laughs> and I got to hear you breathing a lot into the microphone. Um, oh, it smells delicious. What What else do you have to say on this? Man, I, I don't know. <laughs> sure, World War III is going to happen at some point. Do you? I'm sure it will. I always remembered, like, <laughs> people, I thought I would always hear that the when World War Three happened, that's when the end of the world was pretty much coming. I don't know if any of you guys were used to hear that as a kid, but I did. I did all the time. Well, after World War Three, it'd be nothing but sticks and stones. Yeah, because yeah, the thought was that everyone's just gonna nuke one another. Yeah, so it's gonna be like Fallout, but in real life. I it'd be interesting. That meme was going around with people showing themselves collecting bottle caps. Oh, you for real? Yes. Oh, I haven't seen that. Dang. I. That's the other thing I was thinking about the other day. I think it was, would countries ultimately launch their nukes? Would they? They got nothing left to lose. Why not? And that's the thing. I think some countries would do that, and I don't think other countries would. Because now they're building ways to destroy these nukes in the atmosphere. Yeah, and? So would it even be worth I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. It, shoot your, we, we won't know until shoot, it actually happens. Shoot your entire fleet of nukes. Guess what? One's going to get through. No, one's better than the entire fleet. One's better. It's better to have one hit than all of them hit. Yeah, but still, one's going to still do a nice amount of damage. You're still going to, you know, be mutated and dead. Did you realize, I think I've told you this, but I have a rule for myself. I told, told Amy, we will never live in a city. Never. Next year, Josh is moving to Chicago. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, no, not, uh, he will live in an apartment on the loop. Nope. What if you're called to move to Chicago? 
job. Yes. I don't have a job that would call me to move to Chicago. That you know of right now. I'll drive. There but, I live. But the requirement is you're within 15 minutes. Ooh. Find another job. It's a rule I've set for myself. In a survival situation, the city is the last place you ever want to be. Now, it's also unfortunate because we are also. So I know who comes first. Yep. Josh, Josh. comes first. What? <laughs> She's agreed. It makes total no, sense. No, I'm not talking about Amy. What? Saying what if you were and, called by God to go to oh. Chicago? And then Amy goes, I need a bigger apartment for our 10 kids. <laughs> I'd be like, that's why we're buying a house in the suburbs. <laughs> no, I like this two-story apartment in the middle of downtown Chicago. Nope. Nope. One story for the She'll kids. She'll never say that because I'll never be there. <laughs> you do realize that we are this. the targeted blast zone for a nuke raid. Huh? Oh. And? Saying, you have to go west. On the boonies. Yep. Great, with the loonies. The boonies and the loonies. They're the ones that got all the guns. I'm not talking about those loonies. I'm talking about the loonies of, let us meditate away. And Oh, what was that? Um, there was That's a, the city. No, 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 no. There was a celebrity that, uh, she's from the West Coast, I believe, where she was saying, let us all do a mantra for 10 minutes laying on our back to convince the universe to get rid of Trump. What? That was her plan for getting rid of Trump. <laughs> your brain's hurting and watching it melt out of your ears. Whoa. You know That's... another thing I have a problem with? What? Maybe uh, it's kind of oh, memes, man. What about them? I just like how as soon as that happened, then all those like World War Three memes come up. Like, it's not funny. <laughs> okay. Why does everything have to be joked about? <laughs> At least sensitive stuff. Because, yeah. So that that brings up a whole other conversation that where I this is what I made this observation and then I saw an article from Poll about this as well. And I was like, yeah, I was like, pretty much um, where I and I've said this a little while ago. The left can't meme. The right can. The left left can't. can't. They, They can't like Elizabeth Warren tried to have her meme team and they failed. They produced like one meme and like they just couldn't do that. So. Yeah. I just feel like, man, some of the memes out there is just like, oh, no. Why must you go there? So that that's how that happened. Okay, that's who it was. Um, it was actually who, a, was? A, a Democratic candidate. Who, the what? Who, that's for the mantra to oh. get rid of Trump. <laughs> and we're, we're in that wonderful era of kale smoothies, mantras, yoga. Kale. And doing all that fun stuff. And kombucha. Oh my goodness, kombucha. Pure yes. love. Kombucha. Made with pure love. And alcohol. Yeah. That's how you know it's love. Sure. <laughs> Anyways. So, I mean, we got some craziness going on. And I have a feeling since it's uh, election year, it's only going to get crazier. Oh, yeah. And don't forget, Milwaukee, Wisconsin gets to host the Democratic National Convention this year. Maybe. Maybe. Why, maybe. I think that's kind of pretty much set in stone at this point. They're going bankrupt. What? Wait, are you being legit or are you just mumbling off? He's stuff? mumbling. Okay. Um, I haven't seen anything about the Democratic National Convention going bankrupt. No, Milwaukee going bankrupt over it. Yeah, but they're still gonna they're still gonna hold it here. It's already kind of set in stone. Yes, Milwaukee's doing a lot to attract them, blah, 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 but whatever. Uh that means we'll have Pelosi here. <laughs> wow. She's going to be in Milwaukee. Yeah. I'm going to pull a closed-minded person's phrase. 
while that happens, I'm going to be down in Florida uh, taking a vacation. <laughs> Not saying what party would say that or anything. Yeah, and the reason she'll be here is because she's the chair of the convention or of the party. Yeah. So she's going to be here for to sit over that because that's where they finally select their candidate for the Democratic Party what? for the 2020 election. Yeah. I wonder where the, like all the Democratic people will be staying at. The hotels around. And it's going to be at the Pfizer Forum. So it's going to be all the hotels around the area. What is it going to be like the finest hotel? Nope. And what else is in Milwaukee? I don't know. Human trafficking? <laughs> well, that wow. is that is true. We will see an, a spike in increase in human trafficking uh, during, during the that. Yeah. Yep. But that is already predicted. What? Yeah. The Bunch Mil- of rich people think they can abuse kids and humans. Sex. Pay for sex. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We got other Epsteins around, in our words. Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> but why would that be predicted to go up? Just Bunch of rich people. Going yeah. It's just, yeah. Bunch exactly. of rich people. The rich people. It, it they, it's a trend that they see now. He, it, okay, and already I ninety four is a huge I know, route. I know, I've heard yeah. that. But. So they see that, and and I'm not saying it's just a Democrat. I'm saying the Republican conventions. Um, back when I don't know if this is a thing anymore, but back when this was a thing, um, I, and this is sad. Promise keepers, you would see a, an uptick there as well. Do you remember what that was? No. no. It, it, okay, so I don't think it's around anymore. It was a thing in the early two thousands, late nineties. Um. It was basically like a men's convention, Christian men's convention, where they come in and they're like, we're going to be faithful to wives, blah, 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 all that stuff, right? Um, oh, they are still around. Um, but whenever a Promise Keepers convention came in town, they saw a, an uptick in uh, trafficking as well as a huge uptick in porn from those hotels. Yeah. Why don't they just make porn illegal? Oh, that's a whole other conversation. And no. Paul doesn't want porn to be illegal. That there are reasons why. <laughs> there are reasons why. Um, oh, 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 so okay. No, no, no. There are reasons why w- where I go into the more the First Amendment style things on oh, that. Oh, or just because, and also just because I don't partake of that doesn't mean that religiously in that I should be forcing my views on other people. Now, you yeah. you can have that whole conversation, the whole argument about the other thing about the child trafficking, blah 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 blah. Yeah. Valid point, but from a standpoint of where I'm at, I can't get on it. Do I personally say for my family in that if I ever have family, that will not be a thing? That won't be a thing. I'm sorry. There will be filters at the, at the router level and all that. Guess what? You're not getting to it. You're under my roof, child. You're not getting to it. Mm-hmm. At that point, it's not a First Amendment thing. That's a no. You're a child. <laughs> not happening thing. At a national level, I don't think we can legalize morality. Not in this country with this mindset right now. So that that's a whole other conversation. Actually, that conversation was at the tail end of 2019 because Matt Walsh put out an article saying we should make porn illegal. A bunch of people push back, blah, 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 blah. There's a whole large chunk of our so It's such a big thing to make money off of. It would never get it would never oh, be yeah. illegal. Yeah, the politicians would be paid to vote against anything. Yeah. But it's technically illegal. What? For the actors and actresses, it's technically illegal. Why? It's technically prostitution because you are getting money in exchange for sex. That is, that's that's the fundamental they, definition they, of prostitution. Yeah, but they get around it by hiring them as actors and actresses, which is to me is total manipulation of law. And there are plenty of times find where the a, law shouldn't be manipulated that it is, and when it should be, it is. They find me a company that never manipulates the law. 
But regardless, uh, they're expecting about 50,000 people to come in for that convention. So When is that supposed to go down? <laughs> that's uh, this July. Oh, that's an, all the way out in July. Yeah, well, that's going to come soon. So they're expecting about 50,000 people to come into town for this convention. So just FYI, if you're in Milwaukee, you might want to avoid Milwaukee during the DNC convention. because So they're having the 50,000, right? Um, and they're recruiting 15,000 volunteers to help with this whole thing. So <laughs> have fun with that. I am staying out. We totally got sidetracked. No, it, it fits in with politics and celebrities and Iran and all the crazies that are going to just continue to come through as these things go on. Wow. That being <sighs> said, now that you are all happy and ready to be recruited for World War III, Ready to collect your bottle caps to be able to trade them all in for your power suit. Yeah. Ready to, you know, deal with all the radiation fallout. Let's start 2020 off with a bang. <laughs> Literally. Ba-doom. <laughs> Wait, we already did that. Trump ordered the assassination of the general. Literal bang. That was a surprise bang, too. Oh. He, he didn't know it was coming. Sneaky. Johnson. What? Anything else you want to say? <laughs> no, I'm good. Brewer, anything else you want to say? Negative. Wow. I am impressed. Me too, actually. That being said, uh, leave us a review at ratethispodcast.com slash words. Ratethispodcast.com will direct you to the appropriate sites for your device that you are connecting to to leave a review from, whether that be PC, Mac, Android, or iPhone. Or if you're like Brewer from his phone that he actually got a new one. It's yeah. a surprise. Yeah. He finally did it. He finally <laughs> broke into the new world. <laughs> Thank you.